Welcome to the Business Speak Podcast, where we take everything you need to know about being successful in business and make it easy to understand. Whether you're a longtime business owner, newer to this entrepreneur stuff, or hoping to run your own company in the future, you've come to the right place. Featuring your host, professional accountant and business guru, Mr. Chill. So relax and have some fun with us as we journey through Business Speak. The language of business simplified. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business Speak podcast. I'm delighted that you've decided to join us, and I hope you'll enjoy your time with us today. We're excited to be on this venture and excited to have you on it with us. Thank you for joining us. My name is Corey Hill. During the course of this podcast, I have the opportunity to go by the fun name, and moniker of Mr. Chill. For those of you wondering where that name comes from or how it comes to be, I was about 12 or 13 years old when I realized that my first initial, C, and my last name, Hill, spelled the word chill. Coincidence that I was going to find a way to use that in business and in life and in as many things as I could. I have an accounting firm called The Chill Group. I have a vehicle license plate for my car and even one for my motorcycle with Mr. Chill on it. And so since I'm going to create a podcast, I figure it's my opportunity to create any kind of fun name I want. And so Mr. Chill it is. I'm excited to have you join us here. This is something I've never done before. I've never done a podcast. I've listened to many. I listen to many. I have learned a lot from many great podcasters and I hope that this will be one more opportunity in your resources to be able to find inspiration and help and guidance. And as the name of the podcast would suggest, we're going to focus primarily on business. And we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. As I mentioned, this is our inaugural episode. When I thought about how I'd want to start a podcast, I thought, well, maybe we could dive in directly into some pretty deep and heavy material, which we could do. But I have been learning a lot of things lately, especially from great thinkers and authors. One of such author that I've really come to love. I love his work. I love what he stands for. I love his approach to business and people and life is the great Simon Sinek. For those of you who don't know who that is, I encourage you to look up his TED Talk called Start With Why. It'll totally change the way you think about a lot of things in your life. It's definitely changed a lot of things about the way I think of things. Uh, he has a great quote in that book and TED Talk that the book is based off of, and this is what he says. He says, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And what you do simply proves what you believe. And so with that in mind, I couldn't think of a better way to start off a podcast, our very first episode, than to really dive in and explain to you my why. Our why, this podcast's why. And I feel and strongly that if you understand why we're doing this, that it will have way more powerful impact upon you and all that you may share this podcast with. In keeping with Simon Sinek's guidance and advice, this first very episode of ours from the Business Speak podcast is entitled Our Why. So let's talk a little bit about this. First, I'm going to introduce myself. I'll introduce myself probably by the way you would expect, and then maybe we'll get past the have-tos and get more into the fun stuff. 
So my name is Corey Hill, as I said, but in this podcast, I get to go by Mr. Chill, and I'm pretty excited about that. From a credential standpoint, which is what we often go to, that's what our first instinct is, is often to go to our credentials. Well, I'll walk you through them quickly. I have my undergrad degree in both management and accounting, then went on to get my accounting, professional accounting designation. So I'm a CPA. And then a few years ago, I went back to school again and got a master's degree in business. So I have an MBA as well. So those are some of the credentials, but they're not what I'm actually most proud of. So let me tell you about myself in a little bit different ways. I figure the better you get to know me, you'll get to know me a little bit in this first episode. And then as you continue to watch the podcast in each of our episodes, you'll get to know me a little better. Hopefully you'll get to know me quite well. But let me tell you some of the things I'm most proud of. One of my roles that I love about me is that I am a husband. In fact, my wife, Laura, and I will celebrate 20 years of marriage in the next couple of months. Anyone that can survive 20 years with me probably deserves a whole lot of medals and t-shirts and just amazingness. My wife is wonderful. Another role that I get to play, something else about me, is I am a father. And I'm not just a father times one, I'm a father times six. That's right, my wife and I, we have six children, and uh, including a set of twins that we had at the end. I have to tell you, I love being a dad, partly because I have an excuse to be immature as often as I can, partly because related to that, it gives me a chance to tell as many dad jokes as I can. But in all reality, I don't think there's a better role in my life that I could see than being a dad, being a father. Someone trusted me to raise these kids, and I just they're, I bring a great joy to me, so I love that. Uh, something else about me, another role I get to play, I am a business owner. Much like the audience that I'm expecting to listen and watch this podcast, I run my own business. I was not handed to me. I did not start out wealthy. I didn't take on a business someone else had put in the risk and scary and sweat and blood and money to start. I started my own. And I'll tell you more about my story there in just a few minutes. In fact, I founded a, an accounting firm called Chill Group CPAs about nine years ago. In fact, this coming May, May of 2024, this firm will celebrate our 10th anniversary. Looking forward to celebrating that milestone. And perhaps most importantly in relation to this podcast, something about me, and it's probably something that I cherish the most, is I don't know if I was just born this way or just part of the DNA that God made me, but I find excitement and joy and passion in helping people. I thought for a while when I was a kid I wanted to be a doctor. And you know, actually, ironically, my father is a doctor, and that's not why I thought I probably should be one. But sometimes, or a lot of times, I grew up thinking, well, if you want to help people, people that help the most people are doctors. And I'm grateful for my father, and he's loved his career. He's since retired, um, but he loved his career as a doctor, and he was the same way became a doctor largely because he wanted to help people. I have a great desire to help people. Right now, I choose to do that in a variety of ways related to accounting and finance and business in particular. I love helping business people, and I'll explain more about that in just a minute. I'm often hoping and praying for opportunities to help people. I actually just had an opportunity, was it two, three days ago, on Sunday, on my way to church, I passed a lady who looked a little bit distraught, pulled over by the side of the road. Turns out this lady had just been in a car accident. She had hit a deer and 
front of her car was totaled and she was really shaken up about it. After talking to her and I pulled over and talked to her, apparently I was the only person to stop. For like 10 minutes ago, before I got there, the accident happened and nobody would stop. So she was very grateful that I stopped. And it was a really neat opportunity for me to be able to help people, again, in perhaps a different way, not a way I was trained to help. But that's what I'm always doing is my goal is to try and look for ways to help people. And so that is one thing that about me that I think drives my desire to do this podcast. Basically, in a nutshell, there are so many people that start businesses and the statistics will tell you how many of those businesses fail. A large percent, I think it's 90% will fail within the first five years and more will fail after that. There's a variety of reasons why businesses fail and I don't need to go into all of them, especially today, but I'm excited to be a reason that businesses can succeed. I'm excited for this podcast to be a crucial key resource and inspiration and advice and guidance and linking to resources that will help business owners not just survive, not just become a statistic past the five years, but thrive. Really, really loving what they do, loving the journey. So that's some things about me. And like I said, you'll get to know me more as we progress in these different episodes of this podcast. Now, let's talk about the name of the podcast. What did I name it and why did I name it that? Well, the podcast is called Business Speak. Now, in preparing for this episode, recording of this episode, I looked up a bunch of definitions, which I've decided not to read because that's going to be boring. And I looked up a bunch of synonyms, which I'm not going to read most of because that's also going to be boring. But I did find in looking up some of these words that some of these synonyms are pretty profound. And when you look at them through the lens, when you think about these words in a slightly different perspective lent by these synonyms of these words, uh, it really kind of puts things in kind of a neat vantage point. Let me kind of give you an example of what I mean. So I looked up some synonyms for the word business. Now, I don't imagine there's anybody listening to this podcast that doesn't know what a business is. I mean, you, you go to them all the time the grocery store and the barber that you use and the accountant that you use and the lawyer that you use and the like all every everything you're doing is provided by a business some of them are really really big hopefully you support a lot of local small mom and pop shop type businesses and many are just small businesses who make such a big impact in the world so you know what a business is but let me share with you some of the synonyms i found when i was researching this here's a couple of the neat ones calling Pursuit, specialty. Kind of neat to think about yourself running a business and knowing that maybe that's your calling. That's what you were meant to do. This is a specialty that you have to offer to the world. So I think those are some neat ways to think about what a business is. And what about the speak? Well, obviously, again, everybody knows what the word speak means, but here's some of the neat synonyms I found that I think provide some neat insight. To make known to tell or to deliver. So business speak, if I were to speak it another way, if I were to use some of these synonyms and say that in another way, is an opportunity to tell the world to make known your calling, what your specialty is that you have to offer. And then let's go on. So the tagline that I've chosen for this podcast is the language of business simplified. 
Some synonyms for language could include things like jargon, expression. Some synonyms for simplified, I liked some of these, to make clear, to get down to the basics, and to demystify. So again, the podcast is called Business Speak or the Business Speak Podcast. What does that mean? We're going to talk about jargon. We're going to talk about business things that are often confusing. Often many people don't understand. I've always found it ironic that most countries that I'm aware of will require you to take a test to go to drive. You want to drive on the roads and the public roads, you got to prove to the world and to the government agency that you reside in that you understand the rules of the road. You know how to be safe. You know how to protect you and others around you. You know how to follow the rules. You have to prove that in a written test and an application test, in this case a driving test, in order to get a driver's license and legally be able to drive. But I've always found it ironic there is no such similarity requirements at all to run a business. Depending on what jurisdiction you live in, sometimes you just have to go to a local registry and say, I want to incorporate a company. And congratulations, you're open for business. In many cases, having no idea what you're doing. You don't have to prove that you know the rules. You don't have to prove you know what your responsibilities are. You don't have to prove that you can manage money or that you can handle a budget or that the finances are in good order. You don't have to prove you know what your due dates are and deadlines are and responsibilities are and filing requirements. And the list goes on and on. You don't even have to prove that you know what a business is. You don't have to prove that you know what a financial statement is, that you understand accounting, bookkeeping, cash flow management, anything. Almost anybody can go start a business. Now, on one hand, I think that's wonderful. The barriers to entry are astronomical in certain situations, but at least from this perspective, it's pretty much not anything. Like almost anyone can go out and start a business. But just because you can start a business does not mean that you understand it. It's like learning a whole new culture and a language. The language of business is not common. I already mentioned some jargon, and I'll throw in some more. Assets, liabilities, equity, cost of goods sold, profit and loss, net profit, EBITDA. Those are just, again, additional some jargons in running a business that you would really want to know, but you don't have to prove to him when you know that. So again, one of the key things that I hope to accomplish in this podcast is taking all these things that every ideal business owner should understand should really be able to prove before they open the business that they knew these basic things. And we're going to break them down. We're going to make you think. We're going to ask encouraging questions, things that will make you feel and be inspired to know that even though you may have jumped into a business not knowing what you're doing, it's never too late to start. And we want to be a key resource in your ability to make that happen. And just because I say simplify does not mean this is going to be a Well, this is a balance sheet. This is not that kind of podcast. We're going to ask thought-provoking questions. We're going to encourage you to think. We're going to dive deep into some of these concepts into ways you probably never would have thought of before. And I think you'll be surprised at how much they intertwine with your real life, how much the business world and the way life works are very much connected and similar. I look forward to sharing that all with you. So that's, again, kind of what this podcast is about demystifying the language of business or the Business Speak podcast.
I saw this quote. I've heard it a few times. I saw it again today. I want to share it with you. It says, there are two great days in a person's life, the day we are born and the day we discover why. That quote is by a man named William Barclay. Admittedly, I don't actually know who William Barclay is, but I know I've heard this quote many, many times, and it's always stuck with me, and I think it's pretty relevant in relation to this podcast. The day we are born, all of you were born, or you wouldn't be listening to this, the day we discover why. What is your purpose? Why are you here? And I don't mean from a spiritual or philosophical point, but what were you born to do? What were you destined to do? As we said earlier, one of the words for business is calling. What is your life's calling? Well, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing part of you feels that your calling, your destiny, is to run a successful business. Either because you've already started one that is successful, or that you've started one that you're struggling with but would like to see it be successful, or you're thinking about starting one and would like it to be successful, or perhaps you're in management and someone else has entrusted you with the happenings of their business and you'd like to make it successful. But either way, there's a calling in there potentially for all of you listening to this podcast. And I hope in this time together we get to spend that we'll get to help you discover what that is. A little bit of an irony thing about me. I won't take too much time on this but I have found it interesting. I'm not much of a sports guy. And let me clarify what I mean. I will go watch almost any sporting event live. In fact, I'll probably watch anything live. I love live entertainment in general. Plays, concerts, musicals, shows, and sporting events. Anything live, I love the atmosphere of a live sport, in particular in this case. I can't stand watching most sports on television. I just can't. I can't sit there and watch most football games or baseball games or basketball games. It's just not for me. I'm trying to watch hockey, but even when it's a team I really like and support, sometimes it's I can't really just enjoy sitting and watching a, a hockey game on TV even. And so the reason I tell you that, it's an ironic thing that ironically most of the movies that I love, most of the movies that have really inspired me in my life, are, coincidentally, movies about sports. Some aspect of sports is a key plot line in these movies. And I've always wondered why that is. Why am I inspired so much by movies that tend to be about sports? What it is about them that really makes me think, makes me feel, sometimes makes me cry. Uh, what is it about these things? So let me share with you some of my favorite movies. Many of you have probably seen or at least heard of some of these. I'll just briefly mention some of my favorites. Uh, there's a Denzel Washington movie from several years ago called Remember the Titans. And that movie follows a high school called T.C. Williams High School that back in the 1970s was one of the first to be integrated, meaning black students and white students were put into the same school. And in this particular movie, it follows the efforts of Denzel Washington's character who is assigned or asked to coach the football team who call themselves the Titans. So that's that movie. Many of you probably seen that. If you haven't, I highly recommend it. Another movie that really inspires me about that has sports as its central kind of plot line. Didn't even think about this until I looked it up recently. Uh, was the Karate Kid. Now there have been several versions. There's like three or four originals and then there was a remake done with Jackie Chan recently. 
I'm talking about the original one uh, with Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita, I think was his name, who plays Mr. Miyagi. And that movie follows a boy named Daniel LaRusso who moves to Reseda, California with his mom and gets bullied by the kind of karate expert kids in school, partly because they have a really, really mean, ill-spirited instructor or sensei who encourages them to use karate for all the wrong reasons. But this kid, Daniel LaRusso in the movie, gets trained and tutored by a very unexpected source, Mr. Miyagi, the assigned caretaker of the run-down apartment building that him and his mom live in. This happens to be an expert in karate and uses karate for good. So the movie follows Daniel LaRusso's uh, training and mentorship to eventually win a championship. Another one that actually just came out this year in 2023 is a very interesting movie. It's called Gran Turismo. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. But this movie follows a kid from the UK named Jan Mardenborough. And the plot of this movie is the Orlando Bloom is in this movie. He plays a guy that works for the car company Nissan. And in order to grow sales and encourage a new market of possible car buyers, he gets this idea to take all the best players of a simulated racing game called Gran Turismo and give them a chance to win a spot at something he calls the GT Academy, where they will, be, will compete for a chance to race real race cars. Actually, this movie was amazing. I just, I've seen it twice now, and uh, I'd highly recommend it if you haven't seen it either. Now, I could probably mention many, many more. Those are just three that come to the top of my mind that I've thought about and seen recently that I love. So what do all these stories have in common? Well, I've kind of alluded to it, but I'll just spell it out more specifically. Each of these stories involve people who have managed to overcome huge obstacles and incredible odds to accomplish things that no one thought was possible. They may have lacked every reasonable resource that would have given them an advantage. They were at a disadvantage in every possible way. Nobody thought they could do what they claimed they could do or what they were being asked to do. And yet, they succeed anyways. I love that. Now, why do I share them on this podcast? What's the connection? What's the point? How does this tie into the Business Speak podcast? Part of it is I want you, all of you listening and watching this podcast to know that you can do the same. You can succeed where people tell you you can't. In fact, when someone tells you you can't succeed, there's a couple things that you could do with that. Like you could start to believe them and kind of doubt your confidence and question yourself. Or you could use it as fuel to fuel the fire that burns within you to want to, to prove them wrong. I'm hoping this podcast will provide this. This is sort of my labor of love, if you will. This is my project to help you, all of you that listen to this podcast, be able to have the knowledge and guidance and resources to develop the grit and determination to do it, to make a go and successful, not just business, but life. As I said earlier, you'll find a lot of ironic coincidences and tie-ins between what we're going to talk about in the business world and the applicability it may have to almost every other area of your life. And it would be a goal of mine, I would judge this podcast to be a success if it doesn't just help you to stay in business, but to thrive in it. And so that's why I share those stories with you, to let you know and give you hope 
because most of those movies I shared with you are based on true stories, and there's many others we could share. You have the opportunity, you have it inside of you too, to do what everyone else potentially tells you is not possible. I believe in you. So let me share you a little bit of my story. It seems that most of my life, I have also been in situations where people say, you're never going to be able to do that, Corey. It's just not going to happen. I can think of a few in particular that come to mind. When I was in school, not like elementary and high school as much as university, well, maybe let me back up for a second. When I graduated high school, I didn't go to college right away. I had no idea what I wanted to do other than I felt called to serve a mission for my church, which that lasted for two years. And then after I got back from my mission, I got married pretty quickly afterwards. And my wife and I settled down and had a kid pretty much right after we got married. So I was at a pretty big disadvantage when I walked into the doors of a local community college near where we lived and said, I want to do something serious with my life. I remember walking into the orientation meeting one day at the like towards the beginning before the school started. And there's probably about 40 of us in the room um, that were new students. And I remember one of the instructors or the facilitators of that orientation inviting people to raise their hand if they had certain life situations. So anyone that was over a certain age, I think anyone who's 21 or older, they invited to raise their hand. Well, I raised my hand because I was 21, maybe 22 when I started. And then they asked, well, if anyone that was married, keep your hand up. And so I was one of maybe seven people. Surprised me a little bit in a good way. I was one of maybe seven people that kept my hand up. And then they said, if you have kids, keep your hand up. And I think I was one of maybe three at that point that was over 21, that was married and had at least one kid. And then I remember this facilitator, and I think she was intending to help us, help us see the reality of our situation, not sort of get lost or thinking that we were going to be better than we were. I think she wanted to see the realities of how hard it was going to be. But she basically told the three of us that were still raising our hand that we were going to really, really struggle, that we were going to have a really hard time passing our classes, getting good marks, and staying on top of our work, homework and our other testing and stuff, because just having the responsibilities of being married and having kids and getting a later start in schooling was going to put us at every possible disadvantage. And I remember leaving that orientation thinking, if that was meant to motivate, it sure did not do that, at least not in the way that she was thinking. Luckily for me, I took it as sort of a personal challenge. I'm like, challenge accepted. You think I'm not going to make it because of all these disadvantages, which I don't disagree with? I'm going to prove to you that I can do this anyways. And I did. In fact, not only did I pass all my classes, and not only did that happen during a time when our second child was born during the week of midterms, again, every possible disadvantage it may seem, but I was determined. I was determined that we were going to figure out a way to make this work. So not only did I pass every class first try, I actually graduated that first two-year program with the highest GPA in my class. And I don't say that to brag. I just say that to say that when people tell you you can't do something, use it as a fuel to your fire to prove them wrong. Not just to prove them wrong, but to prove to yourself that they're wrong and, more importantly, that you're right, that you can do this. That was my thing. And then I remember I went to go work for an accounting firm, which I absolutely love, and I still keep in contact with many of the partners in that firm today. But I got a similar spiel 
when we were getting ready to write what is got to be one of the worst grueling tests ever invented. At the time, to get your CA or Chartered Accountant designation in Canada, the culmination of that was a three-day exam. Three days, 14 hours. I think it was five hours the first day and then four hours each of the next two days or however the math works out. But I think it was a 13-hour or 14-hour exam. And it's grueling. It's hard. It's terrifying. You leave every day feeling like you failed. And I think some of it is even just a mental test. You can come back day two and day three feeling like you can still do this, even though everyone's probably feeling like they just blew it. Then I think you have a shot at making it. And maybe that's part of the point. But that's the exam that was waiting for us. And I remember the some of the partners at the firm that I was working for saying that even the best of people will often fail this exam the first try. They, allow you to, they allowed you to write it a maximum of three times. Many people after failing the first time give up and pick a different career because you could only write it once a year and you take like two or three months off of work to study for this crazy exam. But I remember being completely surprised and shocked when the partners were mentioning to me and there was one other person that I was working with at that firm who was in a similar boat to me, saying that because we had kids, finding the time to study and prepare for this exam was going to be difficult to not be surprised if it took us one or two or maybe all three tries to pass this exam. And again, I'm thinking to myself, why would you tell somebody that? Uh, like, well-meaning, I, I guess you're just trying to prepare them for the harsh reality, but that's not a way to motivate people. At least it's not normally. Again, luckily for me, those kind of things just add fuel to my fire to prove to people that I can do it. And so I was determined that failure was not an option for me. In this case, I was going to make a go of it. And I'm pleased to say I passed that grueling exam first try. Again, I don't say that to brag. Most of my life, I've had these things. One other thing that comes to mind was actually the starting of the accounting firm that I alluded to earlier and started about nine years ago. I had everything stacked against me. At the time I started this accounting firm, my wife and I had six children already. So I, we have six, and we had already had all six before I started this. I was in a very cushy job. I was making a nice six-figure salary. I had my dream title of being a chief financial officer or a CFO for a fairly big, growing organization. And it was while I was in that kind of situation that I felt that I was supposed to, going back to where we used earlier, it was my calling to start my accounting firm, to go off on my own. But the thing is, that's not ever the responsible thing to do. At least it wasn't in my situation. I was going from a guaranteed six-figure salary to zero dollars, having no guarantee I could even pay my mortgage. We lived off of savings and credit cards for the first couple years as I tried to make a go of being an accountant in my own firm and trying to figure out how to grow that and trying to figure out how to manage the business side of it. I could be the most amazing accountant in the world I'm not saying I am, but I could have been, and the business side could still have eluded me. It's a whole different ball of wax when you're trying to manage the human resources and the billing and the, the back-end stuff, the administrative stuff, the hiring and the business decisions. Like It's, it's a whole other game. And so I remember feeling how people kept saying, I think, again, trying to be well-meaning, you realize how many small businesses fail and probably not going to make it, Corey, and don't be surprised if you kind of can't see this one through. So I'm here nine years later to prove that we could do it.
that's kind of my story. That's what fuels my fire. That's why I'm so passionate about this podcast is so many of you listening to this podcast are either thinking about starting a business, but maybe you have well-meaning loved ones who are telling you that it's too risky, it's too unknown, there's too many uh, variables, there's too much exposure, you don't have the cash flow, you don't have the experience, you don't have the resources, you don't have the time, your family can't afford it. Whatever those things look like, you have well-meaning people in your life undoubtedly telling you that you can't do what you feel that you're destined to do. And I'm here to tell you and each episode of this podcast is going to give you reminders that you can. I firmly believe you can. And with the right mindset and resources, we're going to set you up for success. So that's what's going to motivate me. And that's what motivates me to be here. And I feel so strongly and passionate about that, that I feel inclined to make you a promise. So let me tell you what I can't promise. I can't promise you're going to be a millionaire. I can't promise you're going to be the most successful person in your industry. I can't promise you're going to hit certain income level targets. I can't promise any of that. But here's what I feel confident in being able to promise to you. If you will listen, truly listen to every episode of this podcast, and not just to get through it, but to really internalize it, to think about and really look at the questions we're going to invite you to explore and the perspectives we're going to invite you to consider, really take it to heart with an open heart and an open mind. I promise you that you're going to be able to be successful. Now, successful is a little bit different for everyone, but it's going to be more than just a statistic of getting past that first 90% that fail. It's going to be more than that. You're going to take your business to the next level. You're going to love what you do. You're going to know why you do it, and you're going to love this journey. It's a promise I feel confident in making to you if you will pay close attention to all the things that we talk about on this podcast, and take it to heart. So there's this concept, uh, I've heard it mentioned numerous times, a wonderful business coach uh, named Stacy has mentioned it several times, Dr. Stephen Covey in his highly successful book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, talks about this. It's what we call an abundance mindset. And here's kind of the concept. Plain and simple, it's basically the concept that there's plenty of success to go around. Or let me say this another way in Corey terms. Your business doesn't have to thrive at the expense of another business failing. I think often we think that there's only so many customers that can buy, and if a new restaurant's going to open and be successful, it's at the expense of other restaurants in the area that are failing. Or if a new business venture like a retail store or any industry, any business industry that you might have that somehow this thought that you can only succeed at the expense of someone else not succeeding. I don't believe that. I really believe that there is more than enough to go around. And if you do this for the right reasons, if you can convey to people that you have passion, that you have value, that you really care about them and their experience with you, there will always be people willing to buy, always be customers and clients for your business. I hope that you'll adopt that mentality, that abundance mentality that will help you realize that you can be successful despite all the other people before you that are also successful. So let me just break down a couple of details of what this podcast format is going to be like, and then I'll close with some final thoughts. First of all, what can you expect in terms of a frequency? 
Our goal and our aim is to release an episode once a week. Recordings may happen at various times of the year and multiple times a week in some cases, but our objective is to release to you a new episode every week. This first episode, the one I've entitled our why or my why, this is the only one that's going to be just me. Every other episode, starting with our next one, is going to feature a guest co-host. We have found some phenomenal co-hosts that are going to be able to provide to you their expertise in the various topics that we talk about. We, I'm excited for you to meet them. I've got wonderful friends, colleagues, people that I haven't even actually met yet that I'm looking forward to getting to know better as they share their expertise in their chosen fields with you as we dive into the various topics. So I'm excited for you to get to know these various co-hosts that will be joining me on each episode. I think I've mentioned this already, but I'll mention it again. We're going to talk about a lot of things. There will be lots of information that is shared, but I'm actually hoping that that's not what you take away from the podcast. What I'm hoping that you this podcast does is it makes you think something and it makes you feel something. So those are going to be some of our goals. I'm going to encourage you when you listen to this podcast, if possible, I mean, some of you may listen to it while you're driving or going for a walk or exercising or something, and that's fine. Then maybe this isn't doable. But if you're listening to us in any position where you're in a position to write something down, I highly encourage you to keep some kind of journal or notebook with you. And it may not even be because of something that I say or one of our special guest co-hosts says. It may be something that your conscience, your inner voice, whatever you want to call it, may teach you or say to you internally based on something that is said. And those things are important to acknowledge too. So what what we don't say that your inner voice is telling you is probably just if, as if not more important than what we do say. And I hope you won't dismiss those. We'd love to hear from you. We'd like to interact with you as much as possible. There's a few ways that you can be involved with our podcast uh, first and foremost, we hope you will listen and subscribe and share this with everyone you know. This podcast would benefit of a long, wide variety of people. If someone is running a business already, regardless of size, small, ginormous, doesn't matter, this would help them. If somebody is thinking about starting a business, maybe they have a particular hobby or skill set, Maybe they're tired of working for somebody else. Maybe they've got a really cool idea they want to monetize. This would help them. If someone is managing a business, so they don't own it, but they've been entrusted in upper-level management, a C-suite or an upper-level manager to manage someone else's business, this would help them too. So if you know anyone, we hope that you will share this podcast with as many people as you know and that you will subscribe and that you will listen. Another way you can get involved with our podcast is to share with us questions and stories. We encourage you to write to us and ask us your questions. We'll try and cover as many as we can during our various episodes, especially when those particular topics come up. Maybe as an added incentive, I'll just let you know that we've got a little thank you gift that we'll be sending to everyone that does submit a question that we end up discussing on the air on one of these episodes. So send us your questions. We'd also like to hear your success stories. These could be anything from things that you've heard that really touched you, 
things that our guest co-host may have shared that really got you to think. Maybe you started this, listening to this podcast, and since then, uh, after applying some of the things we've discussed, your business takes off, or you hit a, some of your goals and your milestones and success stories. We'd love to hear those too. And hopefully, with your permission, we can share some of those on the air, and you can provide inspiration to many, many others who are looking for that hope. We also are looking for people to be guests on the show. We've got several lined up already, but we plan on doing this podcast for quite a long time. And there will be many opportunities to bring on guests and various topics. So if you feel like you have expertise to share, if you have value that you can add in a particular field, industry, topic, passion about a particular thing that you'd love to be on, uh, we'd love to consider bringing you on as a co-host, as a special guest. And so invite you to let us know if that's something you're wanting to do. So those are some of the ways that you can get involved and we'll hope you'll write to us and interact with us. We'd love to see that. Now, if I'm doing this podcast correctly, if I do it the way I really want to, if I do what I intend to do, we are going to challenge you to do lots of things. But my hope is that it doesn't stop there. My hope is that in challenging you to do various things, to cause you to stretch, to cause you to jump outside your comfort zone and try new things and to be willing to believe and to be willing to put yourself out there and take some risk, calculated risk, but risk nonetheless. I'm hoping, if I'm doing my job right, that this will push you to become something, not just do something, but become something. Maybe particularly a business success story that you can be proud of. The end of every episode, we're going to share with you a quote. These are not going to be quotes that I say because, let's be honest, there's not a lot I've said in my life that's probably worth quoting. I'm going to be quoting people a lot smarter than me. I feel that we can learn a lot from these people. And so there's every, at the end of every episode, we're going to have a quote by someone generally pretty well-known, generally very successful at their business venture, who we can take inspiration from, hope from, guidance from, and it's just a great way to sign off. Again, before I share that final quote with you and sign off for this episode, I want to thank you for being part of us. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Business Speak podcast. I hope you'll share this with your friends. I hope you'll subscribe. I hope you'll listen. I hope you'll remember the promise I made you that if you will take this to heart and be a part of every episode, that you will find great success in your business and you will take things to the next level and accomplish those dreams you're hoping for. So in closing, here's today's quote by uh, none other than the renowned Winston Churchill. This is what he has to say. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. Rather, it is the courage to continue that counts. So no matter where you are in your business journey, if you're thinking about starting one, if you're already in the midst of one, big, small, doesn't matter. Success is not a final thing. It's something you got to continually work at. It's a journey, not a destination. Failure is not fatal. We don't teach that enough probably in our society. People fail at things and think, oh, it must be I'm not meant to do it. That's not true. Failure can actually be one of the best motivators, best inspirational events to ever happen if you can look at it from the right perspective and learn from it. But as he says, it is the courage to continue that counts. So keep going. You can do it. I'm going to be with you every step of the way. 
I'm excited to hear about your success stories. So this is Mr. Chill signing off. Thanks for joining us. And maybe I'll use a one of my favorite sign-offs from a Jim Carrey movie called The Truman Show, where he says, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is Mr. Chill, episode one, our why of the Business Speak podcast. Have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Business Speak podcast featuring Mr. Chill. Be sure to subscribe and add us to your podcast library to ensure you never miss an episode. We love hearing from our listeners. If you have a topic or question you'd like us to discuss, would like to be a guest on our show, or would otherwise like to get in touch with us, please visit our website at businessspeak.ca. Thanks for listening to Business Speak, the language of business simplified. Simplified. Simplified.